Glory to God. Whew. God's so good. He is so amazing. So, so amazing. You know, uh, you can open your Bibles to Mark 12. But you know, uh, years and years ago, Rick was talking about how excited we were about the back then it was tapes. <laughs> tapes. And man, we, did anybody used to get the tape of, what was it, quarterly tape? Quarterly tape that the Moors sent out back before the church ever existed. Man, when we got that thing, we took, we took the little duplicator. We had a du- little duplicator. duplicator. He, we would duplicate that thing off as many times as we could and give it to anyone who would listen. Anyone. Anybody. If we could get them to take it, man, we'd put it in their hand. What? Because we were excited. We were so excited about this word. You know, the word that, that Brother Moore was bringing, we, we, you know, there wasn't a Faith Life Church then. But man, we chased it down anywhere. We, we'd go to the believers' conventions. We'd go to, if we saw he was anywhere close, we never got him anywhere close. Right? The first time I saw him was at Faith Life Church. Wow. Huh? Oh but man, we were so excited about the Word of God. And man, I remember Rick, man, we used to, he used to carry, well, you remember those old doctor bags when the doctor came to did, did house with us and had that big black bag? Rick had a bag like that full of Bibles. I had a backpack. And everywhere we went, we carried those. We carried those. And, and there was tapes in them. There was, there was all the little books you could ever get by Brother Hagen, Brother Copeland, Miss Gloria, all those little books. And you guys did it too, didn't you? You know, that's why when the church started, we looked around and we like, Wow, we're home. We're home. We found we found a whole bunch of people just like us, excited about the Word of God, excited about what God's got going in the kingdom today. And and you know what? I was looking around. I was actually praying this morning, and God said that's still there. And I looked at the people when I stood up there, and you all were still here. All my people, all all my brothers and sisters that are excited about the things of God. I remember when we started the teams, and one day I was walking around in the lobby, and somebody was cleaning the glass, and I, I was on the inside, they were on the outside, and they were smiling, <laughs> cleaning the glass, smiling, mopping the floor, smiling with the vacuum. And you're like, they're not smiling just because they're vacuuming. They're vacuuming for the Lord. They're excited about the thing, and this is part of the things of God. And we never want to lose that. How many know our flesh is not by nature like that? Right? The things you're excited about, you know you are. Right? Like in, in high school, I got a grade card my senior year. Every year, I got, you know, well, every quarter you got a grade card. And I had two PEs <laughs> and COE. And guess what I got? Two A's and a C. Guess what I was excited about? PE. Right? You know, and, and, and people say, well, it's because you're good at it. No, it's because I liked it. It's what you like is what you get excited about. And you might be good at it. Why? Because you'll practice it. You, you'll, you'll, you'll do what it takes to be good at that. Amen? And, and, and the things that we get excited about, we do. And that's, that's when we look at the, I mean, even Friday night when, when we were serving and, and you, you watch the ushers and they don't do it like, you know, the teams were set up 
through the moors by God, and this church was set up in such a way that it works together like one body. Amen? And even if you're visiting, we're, we're all the same people that have this same heart. Amen? And there's more of us all over the world. It's not just here in Faith Life Church. It, and people, Because people say, I need to go to a church like Faith Life Church. Before we went to Faith Life Church, we found a whole bunch of Jesus freaks to hang out with. That may be a wrong way to put it. Remember the old song? Huh? But you know what? We, that, they followed us here. You know, and we didn't all go to the same church. We just went wherever God showed us to go, and we're excited everywhere we went. And, and as we were excited, the heart of God showed. And, and when we're excited as a body, as a church, uh, then, then we draw people to us. Why? Because people want that. I remember when I, when I walked in, I'm like, why am I so happy here? He said, because everyone's happy like you. They want the same thing. They're, they're excited about the same things. They're hearing the same word, and, and God is stirring them up together with you. And we don't ever want to lose that. Amen? It's not something we want to lose because it's a heart. It's a heart. Our flesh is mediocre at best, right? I'm a well-known mediocrity king, right? I want it easy. I I want it the way I want it, and I don't want to do any more than I have to to get it. Not anymore, but that's how I used to be. That's how I got out of high school. I did as little as I could, and I got out, right? You know what I didn't do as little as I could do? Football, I loved it, although I didn't like practice. So you know, you know how you know how I practice? Half-hearted, mediocre. See, that's what impressed me about what God had going in this body of believers is nothing was mediocre. When we served, we served. When we came to church, we came to church. When when we did it, we did it together. And, and we didn't fight and we didn't fuss and we weren't divided. We were all in love with the same Lord and serving the same God. Amen? And that's what the church as a whole should be doing and will be doing. Amen? But it starts right here. It starts with us. It starts with not just this body of believers, but this body that we have so many people that watch online, so, so many partners all over the world. And we got a whole nother, when I, when I went to Sarasota, it was almost amazing because it duplicated itself. I walked in there and all these people started showing up and they were just like y'all. Right? They just loved God. Right? They just wanted to be there. What can I do? How can I serve? What, what, you know, this is, we want this word to go out and we love God. How can we help? And they just started pouring in. Why? Because every heart of a Christian can be at that place. Every heart is, every heart that God has, has, has pulled to himself, drawn to him, can be at that place where we're excited about what God has going on every day of our life. Not just on Sunday when we come to church, not when we leave. We, we make it all the way through Sunday, and we go, oh, it's Monday. Oh, it's Monday. Guess what? Rick picked up that big black bag every Monday morning and took it to work with him. Yeah, it was in his car, full of stuff, looking for somebody that wanted it. 
Anybody, if you, if you just looked like you might want it, right? You, you know, you want something here, take this. Why? Because it's exciting. It's exciting. And, and our heart is, gets full and, and we want to do things. And that's why the people smiled while they were cleaning the glass and smiled. I remember somebody, and that's not been that many years ago, somebody threw up in one of the bathrooms and I think it was Mr. Craig cleaning it. And he was he was happy to do it. Happy anniversary, guys. He was happy to do it. Glory to God. How many how many people are happy to do clean up somebody's after right? You know who is? People who love Jesus. They don't care. Whatever it takes to love Jesus. Whatever it takes to for you're part of a body. And you work together doing things that the body does. And it's an encouragement to all of us when we begin to work together and we watch each other and we draw off the strengths of one another. Amen? I draw, you know, to, to speak. We draw off the strength of, of the people watching, listening. Amen? Because, because I can look out and I can see, you're my biggest fans. Right? I'm like, I'm like, man, these guys are just here to help me. No, nobody's here to, to critique me. I'm not saying maybe they might get a few, and that's okay. Critique. I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be some broken English. Right? A little bit of hillbilly. You know, if we dance, it's going to be a chicken scratch. Right? It, it's, it, it's not, it's not going to be, it's not going to be no disco. It's more than likely going to get country. Right? But glory to God. I'll be with y'all. Amen? And we'll be doing what God called us to do. In Mark 11, I'm sorry, Mark 12, in verse 32, this, this same scribe asked Jesus, you know, what was the, what was the most important? And then Jesus told him exactly this. And the scribe said to him, Well, well, Master, thou hast said the truth, for there is one God, and there is none other but He. Sounds like a wiser scribe than others, huh? Amen? And he said, And to love Him with all the heart, with all the understanding, with all the soul, with all the strength, and to love his neighbor as himself is more than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. You know, there's lots of things that we can do as Christians. There's lots of things that we can go to. There's lots of things that we can be a part of. But when we put our heart in it, when when we start adding our heart, and we start adding the love of God that's in us, the love for God, right? The reason we love so much love one another so much is because we love Him so much. Amen? When you love God, you love others. And when you love others, your why, your why begins to be the right thing. Why you did it now becomes right. Amen? Because the love is now the motivation. And so the how is, is affected by the why. Right? Why you did it was because you love people and you love, you love God and you love people. So now the how is perfect, right? Excellence is a spirit that, that is, begins with love. 
Remember at the, at, at the end of chapter 13, or the beginning of chapter 13, he said, let me show you what? The most excellent way. Why? Because the most excellent way always begins with love. And when we love God and we love people, we're excited. So the most excellent way is the most exciting way. Amen? You will begin to be stirred up. You will begin to, to see other people stirred up. And, you know, because a lot of times, if you don't got the right heart, you could walk by a thousand people stirred up about God and say, I don't know what's wrong with them. I don't know, I don't know what they're so happy about. They must not have watched the news today. They probably didn't. <laughs> That's probably why they're so happy. Right? They're not thinking about all that other junk going on. They're thinking about, I'm blood-bought and I'm redeemed. Right? I'm healed and I'm saved. My name's written in the Lamb's book of life and yours can be too. Amen? That's what we're thinking about. We're thinking about God wants you well. We're excited when people start looking for the things that God has for them. You don't have to be sick. You don't have to be broke. You don't have to lose. You are victorious. Amen? We don't have to do things half-hearted. Amen? And that's what we can get into it when we lose that excitement. We can start doing things half-hearted. We can forget. You know why Brother Moore talks so much about being thankful? Because when we're unthankful, we've forgotten all He's done for us. Amen? You know, sometimes to stir yourself up, you need to look back at everything He's done. Amen? Because what he's done, he's going to do. Right? He doesn't change. He, he didn't heal you once and say, that's all. You know, you should have got it then. You shouldn't have been sick again. Right? Sorry. But the devil tries to talk us into receiving in a mediocre way by becoming mediocre. Right? Half-hearted. Because the most... The biggest commandment is to love God with all your heart and to love people the same way you love God. Amen? And love them the way you love yourself. And, and, and that, when he, if He can get you away from that, if, if He can get you away from love, He can first of all make you ineffective at everything you do. Right? That's, that's why he's, He likes people to get offended. Right? Because once you're offended, you're, you are pretty well powerless. Right? Because it doesn't matter what you do out of the place of offense. It won't, it will have no value. It's eternal values now cut off. It's, it's, it's godliness denying the power thereof. When you cut love out of godliness, it don't work. Amen? But so when we do things with our whole heart, when, when, you know, and again, you know, I remember, Lord help me. I remember when I was a junior in high school, um, my freshman year, my, my sophomore year, we were undefeated as a football team. We were undefeated. We didn't even have really a close game. We were undefeated. We, we had a really good team. My junior year, you, you, you join up with the seniors that are ahead of you. Well, they hadn't won. They hadn't won. And that affected us. And we started losing. My junior year, we, we were a loser football team. It was, we didn't like it, but we, we got caught up in it. And, and sometimes you can begin doing things so half-hearted that losing just becomes okay, or the where you're at is just where you're at. 
And see, Christians can get that way. Well, you know, this is what the church does. We've been there, done that, bought the T-shirt. Yeah, we're good. Right? And, but, and, and that's what happened. And in fact, is, as, we, as we got out of that season and went into our senior year, of course, all the seniors from before had left. But that loser hadn't. That loser attitude, that loser heart, that it was okay to lose. And don't get me wrong, if, you, if you've lost, you can now win. You're not a loser, you're a winner just by whose family you're now in. Amen? But the first game of that season, we went out and we lost. Now our coaches knew we were a good team. They, they knew and they had to find a way and we had to find a way to pull ourselves out of that. Because we had let that come. It didn't come by accident. We had let that come on us. And, and, and we got in together and the coaches began to encourage us. And, they, and we began to remember who we were. And the next game we started losing. And in the second half we got our win and we remembered who we were. And we won that game and we never lost another game that season. Amen. Why? Because we remembered who we were. And, and people at Faith Life Church, people of God, remember who you are. Never let the devil make you mediocre and settle for losing and settle for being an unthankful, sit-in-the-seat Christian who doesn't remember the goodness of God and the things He's done in your life. We're not settling here. Right? We're not settling in Sarasota. We're not settling on the Internet. We're having the goodness of God, and we're going to live in the goodness of God, and we're going to receive from the goodness of God, and we're going to love everything we do. And we're going to do it with our whole heart. I'm going to do it with my whole heart. It's too easy to say, well, let's just get this done. There's a labor of love, and there's a burden. Right? Right? Everything we do for God should be a labor of love. Yes. Amen? And when we just, when we want to do it for God and because of God to, to make the king, to grow the kingdom and to bring people to Christ and, and to see healing and deliverance and to see God moving and to, and to make it easy for Him. When we do them for the right reasons, then, then you see it happen the way it should happen. And when it's a labor of love, when it's over, you're glad it's over. Got quiet. I've done that. You guys done that? Sometimes you're tired and you're like, I'm glad it's over. You know what? We didn't do well enough. Train. Train. If we train, train ourselves to stay excited. Train. That's why. Why do you think God said stir yourself? Because you're going to need to stir yourself up. We're going to need to stir ourselves up. You're, You're you have flesh. I have flesh. And there's going to be days where if you don't stir yourself up, you're going to be mediocre and fleshy. Right? Ever answered somebody wrong? Nobody in here. I have. Right? And, I, and I'm not a sharp person, but I can be if I let myself be. I mean, Kim can tell you, I don't, I don't sit around angry or... Even if I watch the news, I'm like... I got to turn that off because I feel a little angry right there. That's not good for me. I don't. I mean, it's kind of like people said. You want and don't get me wrong. If you like riding roller coasters and things like that, and they were asking me about um, horror movies, and I'm like, 
Why would I want fear to be the emotion I bring up in me? Right? You know, and and most people, a lot of people aren't afraid of roller coasters. It's an adrenaline rush, and that's great. My daughter, she'll ride any roller coaster you'll put her on. Me, no. No. Don't need to. Ground's good. Right? I'm okay here. Don't need something flipping me upside down, turning me around. Right? I, I don't need that. Call me sissy. I'm okay. Won't cry about it. Won't even be offended with you. Amen? I, I would be a less than mediocre roller coaster rider. But I, I don't want to. I don't want to bring those things in and have those kind of feelings in my. I, I, that causes me fear, so I don't need it. Where it might cause someone else adrenaline, causes me fear. I'm not going to do it. They say, "Well, maybe you need to overcome that." Why? I don't want to. <laughs> That's a man-made fear. I can. I can overcome it real easy. Don't get on. <laughs> yeah, I just overcame it. Look at that. Not one bit afraid. Feet on the ground, no fear. Glory to God. Man, that was quick. Lord, help me right there. So overcame it. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Look at Matthew 9. Matthew 9, 13. Jesus said, but go ye and learn what what that meaneth. I will have mercy and not sacrifice. For I am come to call the righteous, but not sinners. Not to call the righteous, but to call sinners to repentance. And, you know, when I looked at, I've looked at that, and I'm sure a lot of people looked at, I'll have mercy, not sacrifice. I'll have love, not works. Amen? Mercy is compassion. I, I, it, I, desire is greater than necessity. Amen. I, I want you. To, I want. To, why did Jesus go to the cross? Because he loved us. Because he loved God. And because he loved God, he loved us. That was, that's what made him the perfect sacrifice. He was willing. Not only was he perfect, he was perfectly willing. Amen. So he didn't do it because he had to. He did it because he loved us. Amen? In our mind, he had to. We needed him. But in his heart, he loved us. And, and, and he, he wants mercy. When, when we're doing things for him, he doesn't want us doing them because we have to. He wants us doing them like the person smiling on the other side of the glass, like the person cleaning up the bathroom, like the person walking somebody up and down the aisle in, in the Branson Victory campaign for the 1600th time. And they're still saying, and they're going like that. And I'm looking at them from over there, I'm saying, man, God, you're good. Because I know they're tired, I just talked to them. But we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen? It doesn't say we can do all things as long as we rest. <laughs> we, we can do all things... Unless we don't want to. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We can do things the way God intended for them to be done through Christ. Amen? 
We, 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 can, we can grab hold of the right heart and we can walk in that heart and do those things. Amen? How many people in here are on a team? How many believe God set that up? Oh, Glory to God? Yes, because why? Because the body can... The, you know the whole body can t- try to take care of stuff, But when you start breaking it down into other parts, right? Like my foot cannot rub my back. <laughs> if it does, we're going to have some surgery later. <laughs> right? But there are parts connected to my back that can. My body works as a bunch of teams together. Amen? And this body works that same way. And, 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 and we, we bless one another through those teams. We, we work with one another. We encourage one another through those teams. Amen? It, through these bodies. You know, you watch them in Florida. You watch them here. They work the same way. Why? They're, that's how God designed it. You'll say, well, no, the Moors. God told the Moors how to do it. And if he told them how to do it, it's going to work. Amen? It's going to work, and it's going to work every time. Why? Because in the way it works is people with a heart, they get hold of it, and they say, oh, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to be part of that team. Amen? Oh, yeah, I want to be part of that team. I want to be part of that. You know, we got people that want to be part of lots of teams. You can't because you just can't do everything, plus other people need to serve. Right? <laughs> Amen? You know, if you're in here and you're not serving, don't feel bad. You still can. Amen? Pray about it. See where you're supposed to be. But thank you for being in church and being being excited about the things of God. Because that's the first thing. You don't want to be on a team until you're excited about the things of God. Excited about the things of God will put you where you need to be because then you'll be around other people that, that feed off your excitement and feed your excitement. Amen? You'll stay stirred up all the time. Amen? I, I know I, there's been days where I called somebody just to just to say hey or something, and I didn't realize I wasn't stirred up, and then I got to talking to them. Man, I was stirred up by the time I talked to them. Why? They encouraged me. That's right. That's right. right? How many know everybody needs encouragement? Yes. Right? There's nobody in the body that does. When, when, you, when we separate ourselves out and don't get around others, that's when you're going to get discouraged. Amen? Because because the devil will make sure you see things wrong, that you look at the thing wrong, and they'll say, well, why does that church have teams anyway? I don't want to be a part of a team. Teams teams are sissy. I could do that all by myself. Me and God. We don't need anybody else. You need lots of other people. He didn't put you in a body to be lone wolf. Amen? Actually, what you are is lone sheep, and you're getting ready to see the wolf. Right? Yeah, you're lone sheep now. Amen? People are saying, well, Dave, what are you saying? If you're not part of a team, you're not part of a church? No, I'm saying you need to be part of a team since you're part of the church. Right? It's like getting baptized. You get baptized because you got saved. Right? You, you be saved, so you be baptized. It's a good thing. If you haven't been baptized, we'll do it again here for long. Sign up. Don't know why it came up, so I'm going to tell you that. Amen? Glory to God. Sacrifice is one way to do things. Mercy is the most excellent way to do things. Right? Mercy is compassion. The word, the word broken down means compassion. I'll have compassion. I'll do it because I love you, not because I have to. Amen? So it's the right way to do it. I mean, to be like, okay, I'll do it because you're my wife. Just because you asked me, I have to. I have to love you because you're my wife. No, I, I get to love her every day. 
And for some reason, she loves me back, so I'm just going to keep on doing it. Right? This stupid girl, but thank God for stupid girls. <laughs> now, we're both smart. We found each other. We asked God and He found each other for us. Amen? Go to 1 Corinthians 9. Thank you, Lord. It's good to laugh. It's good to have fun. It's good to remind ourselves to be excited because it is easy to slip into who we were. I, I was a very half-hearted person. I did what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it, and only to the level I wanted to do it. Right? I'll get involved with you this much. Or God, I'll give you this much time. But when we found God, when we found out how good He was, when, he, when, it, when it dawned on us and the revelation we'd been hearing year after year after year came on us, we got so excited we couldn't stop talking about it. We, we couldn't stop going. I mean, when we had a night without a Bible study, we thought it was weird. I mean, it was weird because we didn't want to stop. And when we came here, we, we didn't realize there were other people like that other than our Bible studies, which all came here. And we found a whole nother people like that. A people excited. And not just excited, they, they were making sure they stayed excited. They were training to be excited. Why? Because they were excited about what they were training for. And that's why it's so hard to jog now. Because you're not doing it for anything. <laughs> well, you really are. You're doing it to be healthier. But I didn't like jogging. Of course, I told you I was a well-known, half-hearted person. Things I like, I did what I like. Things I didn't like, they didn't get much play. You could tell that by my dinner plate. Big steak, big potato, little bitty green beans. <laughs> right? Things you're excited about, you pile them on. Right? That was what is so cool about how God's brought this church the excitement that the people are all excited. And when we got here, we're like, what? God, look at all these people that are excited. You know, the only thing that we were surprised about is how little people showed up for service that first Sunday morning. Because we thought, no way will this building fit how many people are coming. No way. And we didn't even feel half of it. We're like, well, we were actually stunned. I literally, I literally was. I was like, who would not want to hear Brother Moore? Right? I mean, God's speaking through the man. Who, you know, but that's the same way when we give him a tape. We'd say, did you listen to it? They go, well, not yet. I'm like, what? We, we put it in your hand. I thought it would go from there to your car. Well, I don't even understand it. I mean, as soon as we got it, it was listened to. I don't care if it was work time. Plug it in, put it in your ear. We had Walkmans back then. Put it in your ear. Why? Because we were excited to get it. Glory to God. And, and, and we didn't take a day off. Why? Because we were always in training. How many, how many know the, the easiest way to get unexcited is to get away from the excitement? Huh? If you, if you take yourself out of the things that, that God has you doing. You know, I remember we first started going back to church. We went to Glorious and Steve and Cindy were there. And man, we got more excited. Why? Because more Jesus freaks. We didn't know they were all out there. And you know what they wanted to do? Have us over and talk about Jesus. And we needed people to talk to us about Jesus. We'd just come back to God. Right? They didn't tell us lightning was getting ready to strike or 
Why why'd you walk away? Didn't didn't judge us? Didn't they just loved on us? Glory to God. Just loved on us. We're we're getting excited. We're thinking, wait a second. These are God's people. These are good people that have a good heart. And and, and you look at these people and, and you want everyone to stay excited because you know in your own heart that you have to. You get to, but I mean, you literally have to stir yourself. God wouldn't said it that way. He said, stir yourself up. Right? right. Right? Because you're going to need to stir yourself up. Because when you don't, the excitement level, what? Everything starts separating. uh, All of a sudden, the flesh is back on top. Right? And and the next thing you know, you're fleshy again. What? Church? Sunday morning? Oh. Oh, man. I can't. I can't get out of bed that early. You guys start at nine? Man. And if I serve, I gotta be there an hour early? Whew. I'm supposed to sleep on Sunday morning. <laughs> you didn't think about it until you got unexcited. Right? We stay excited. You know, I remember when we started going to the church and the next church that God sent us to, and it had three services? Yeah, three services. And by that time, I couldn't stop going to church. Literally, I went to every service. I, I would go to service. I would go to the service in the at the early service. I would. I went to somebody else's Bible study class in second service, and then we had our own Bible study class in third service. I couldn't stop talking about it. Why? God's good. The same reason y'all were all excited, and when we came, we we're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed that there's this many people that love God." And there's so many more that aren't here. They're coming. Why? Because we're excited. Amen? We're thankful. We're, we're excited about the things that are going on. We should, we should not miss out on one thing that happens in this church. Not one thing that happens in Sarasota. If it's on the screen, we should come watch it. If it's, if it's in the building, we should be here. Why? Because it's God. God, God did it. Amen? If God brought it there, it's something good's going to happen if you show up. Amen. We got we got to show up though. But the Lord helps us. But if if you've seen yourself backing off, get around somebody that's excited. They'll stir you up just like that. Amen. If you've seen somebody that seems a little bit down, a little bit off, call them up and stir them up. Stir them up. Amen. Where did I say to go? First Corinthians nine, well-known verse, verse twenty-four. Have you ever done anything that you really didn't think you could do? I've done a lot of things I could. I remember I used to throw the shot put. I'm getting off on a lot of weird stories this day. I threw the shot put in high school, and I was mediocre. (laughs) (laughs) I was. I mean, why? Because you had to do another sport because the coach wanted to keep you from doing stupid things. So you stayed in sports, right? Which it was really smart, actually, because when you weren't, you were out doing stupid things. I mean, when... Stupid just lived around me. It, it, it had a had a residency. I mean, it literally it it moved in. I didn't even charge it rent. So you know, so they'd put you in another sport, and so I threw the shot put because hated running. Right. Besides that, by then I was almost this size, and 
running's really not an option at that point. It's like, well, you could run, but you're going to be way back here while they're way. You should throw the shot put. So I threw the shot put, and I was mediocre. But one day, I really wanted to do good. And I started putting my heart into it, and I started watching other people doing it. And all of a sudden, I got excited about it. Why? Because in practice, I did it right one time. Because it, it, shot putting is not just strength. It's actually a mo. You kick yourself out and turn yourself around. And it, it's actually strength in motion. And I actually saw a guy, and I did it right. And I got excited about it. And I went out to the next meet and did good. Why? Because I got excited about it. I got excited about it, and I wanted to learn more about it. And when we get excited about the things of God, you want to learn more about it. It's not about sitting down in the seat and saying, okay, I was at church today. No, you learned something. You were there. I mean, last week after I was done listening to Brother Moore, I'm like, where have I been? Uh, Where have I been? I've been doing this for 30, 30 years now, and where have I been? That I don't know anything he just said, and it was amazing. Right? That's the Lord. That's the Lord. And, and, and we should all want to hear that together and grow together as we hear it. Amen? But, but we gotta get excited about what we're doing and what's going on in every place. Not, not just when we're sitting in the auditorium, but when we walk out of the auditorium on Thursday morning during the clean team, in, in the kids class when they need you, and in the, with the ushers, with the flowers, with the parking lot. We gotta get excited about being a part of this church. Amen? Or being a part of a church. Or being a part of a group of people that are excited. I don't know what God's called everybody to, but He's called them to be excited and to be around other people that are excited. Amen? And people say, well, there's no excited people where I live. There is, you just gotta find them. We even had to make a few. Right? Right? We had some that came to Bible study and they weren't excited. But you know what? They came for a few months and they said, man, you, we thought y'all were crazy. God wants you well all the time, wants you to prosper. He's good. He doesn't do anything bad. See, we didn't believe any of that. And our parents are mad now that we do. Right? But they stayed around and then they came to the end of this year. Why? Because what you can you can stir people if if they're a Christian, if they know Jesus, I don't care where they've been, what not, if they know Jesus, they can be stirred up. They can be stirred up because you know God's good, and if you know God's good, you can stir. The God's good is the stir stick of the universe. You start preaching and teaching and talking about how good God is. I know when we started teaching youth. Years and years and years ago, we were listening to Brother Moore. I'm talking about God's good all the time. You started flood. Our class just started growing. Why? Because they wanted to hear that God was good. They didn't want to hear the He might, He could, He should, I don't know. They wanted to hear about a God we knew, and we knew He was good. Amen? And, and, and they enjoyed hearing that. Why? Because we were excited about it. What if we hadn't been excited? Well, you know, God's good. Just want you all to remember that. <laughs> I'm not feeling very good today, but God's good. <laughs> you may not make it, but God's good. <laughs> right? We were excited when we walked in to, to teach them. We were excited when we went to the to McDonald's with them after service. We were excited about God 
in every way. And that excitement made us excellent in what we did. Because why? That it, it poured out love through us to others. And, and when it does that, you, you find yourself in the middle of situations pushing goodness out and, and, and God giving you things to say to people that you didn't even know you had. And you begin doing things you could never do. You, you begin, first of all, loving at a level you never thought you could or, better yet, never thought you wanted to. Right? Because yeah. I mean, when I was selfish, I was like, love everybody. They ain't loving me. Do you know Christians still say that? Well, they don't love me. That, that is not a scripture. There's nowhere in there it says love everyone that loves you. It says love everyone. And you say, well, it says your neighbor. Your neighbor's whoever's around you. And you know what? In this world, everyone's around you. Love them all. All we're required to do, okay, let me make it simple. Just love the people God loves. Don't love anybody else. There you go. I'm going to make it simple for you. Just so we don't complicate it, okay? I just want you to love everyone God loves. No no one else. <laughs> we never did get to 1 Corinthians 9, did we? 1 Corinthians 9, 24. Do you not know that in a race... I'm reading it out of the NIV, actually. In a race, all runners run. Now, in a race that I ran in, they wouldn't have a lot of competition. They wouldn't have to get stirred up very much because... I wouldn't be running very hard, right? He's talking about people that are stirred up to run, right? No matter what you're doing in, in, in the body of Christ, you're in a part where we should train to win. We should train to, to excel in everything we do. We should, we should train that way. We're not just training to be a part. We're training to win. I don't want to say I finished the race. I want to say I won the race. People say, oh, that's competition. Yep. You know who I'm competing against? The enemy. Not against, I'll hold hands with God's people and cross the finish line. But the enemy is not going to beat me. Amen? And when you're excited about it, you won't let him beat you. When you're not excited, it's, ah, somebody else will witness to him. Right? God sends somebody else across their path. You just missed an opportunity to, to stir somebody up, to tell them about Christ, you'd, you'd missed an opportunity to, to, to show the love of God to somebody. Why? Because your heart was half. Right? That's why God said, I want you to love me with all your heart. All, why? Because, because then you don't miss out on anything because you're looking. When you love God with all your heart, you're looking for ways to love people because that's what He's doing. That's what He's been doing since the beginning of time. He wanted to love people, so He made some people to love. Out of love, so He could love. And then He loved them so much, He brought them back to Him. After, after we gave it all away, He loved us so much that He sent Jesus and loved us again and brought us back. People say, I bet He wasn't very excited. I bet He was extremely excited. The day you came home to Him, He was shouting. Glory to God, and the angels were singing, and it was a big day, and it was a, you know, they must just go off every two minutes up in heaven. Whoa, somebody got saved. They're excited. Why? Somebody got saved. Right? We ought to just stop every ten minutes in the day and say, 
thousands of people just came to Christ. You don't even need to know where. You know it happened. It's happening every day somewhere. People are getting to know Jesus somewhere. And we should just stop for a minute and say, Thank you, Lord, for saving people all over the earth. Now bring them into the knowledge of your truth. Glory to God. There are so many things that can keep us excited. Number one is going to be being thankful. You know what? When we first came to this church, we were so thankful. Because, man, Jesus Freakville. Right? We've made it. We, we drove up. We've parked under. We're in the parking lot. We're with the people that believe that they're here. Yep. And then you start going to church for a little while and you find yourself backing off a little bit. Right? And, and back and back. Why? Because you're, you're forgetting to be stirred up. You're forgetting to be thankful. You know what? You see something that God did and you're like, oh. Right? Man, when God does something, we should be the shouters of the universe. The angels ought to be able to hear us. Glory to God. Why? Because God, the goodness of God just brought somebody back in. Don't you know that when you're, when you're in a race, there's all the runners run, but only one gets the prize. Which one? The one that wins. The one, not just, now of course, don't, in America today, everybody gets a trophy. Right? <laughs> I remember when I was in a senior, actually every year I was in high school, the first thing we had to do at football practice was run a mile. I'm sorry, I don't like to run. <laughs> Didn't like it then. I said, Coach, I said, the furthest I ever run is 10 yards at a time. I'm a lineman. <laughs> I said, most of the time I'm in the, in the middle of the pile. I said, so wh- why a mile? And he said, because I said so. I said, so I had to run a mile. And of course, I ran the first lap, walked the second lap, walked half the third lap, and then ran the rest of the way. And I ran... The big, and this was good actually to do, for what I did. I ran an 11 minute mile. And my coach looked at me and said, No heart. Why? Because there was no heart. I didn't have any heart. Not for that. Right? A lot of people want to play the game, but they don't want to give the heart. Right? You got to give the heart. There's too many, too many people out there willing to serve God with half of their heart. And, and what they don't realize is they can't use that. He, he can't use that because you're not going to say the right things with half your heart. Amen? How, how many want to mix like green beans and, and cherry jello? And then eat that. It might be the only thing that might help green beans. But don't get me wrong, I eat green beans. Remember I told you, itty bitty bitty. Yeah, I eat them. And I had a salad just last night, right? Yeah, there you go. Got a witness. Glory to God. Right before my pizza. But you don't want to mix two things that don't belong together because you can't stir that up and make it good. You can't do anything and make that good. When it's your whole heart, all the good stuff's in there and there's no room for the junk. Amen? And so when you begin to talk, the good comes out. You don't have to worry about a green bean coming out in the middle of your, je- your cherry jello. Or if you like green beans better than cherry jello, your cherry jello coming out in the middle of your green beans. For those who like it the other way. Amen? <laughs> well, I guess my point is, 
your whole heart's got to be to God. Right? How about that? Let's get away from green beans or cherry jello. Your whole heart has got to be for God so that everything of God is in there so nothing else can come out. Amen? When everything of God's inside you, nothing else can come out. Amen? That's why we stay excited, because when you're fully excited, nothing else can come out. People say, well, but you didn't see what this happened. Oh, but but God's moving. Yeah, but you did, they did this wrong. Oh, but people got saved. Right? Oh, but I saw people over here doing this. But people got born again. People got healed. You know, when you're excited, they can't push you away from your excitement. Because why? You're in love with God. You're in love with what he's got going on. You're in love with his things. You're running this race to win. You're not going to quit in the middle of the race. You're not going to walk the third, the second and third lap. Right? You're going to, and not only are you going to run, but you're going to train the same way to win. So on days that there doesn't seem like much is going on, you're going to go out just like you were going to go out on game day. Right? Got my big bag. I'm going to work, it's full of tapes, it's full of little books, and I'm ready. Why? Because you're still excited about God. It's not just a Sunday thing. It's an every day of the week thing. And that's, that when you're excited, it's not church that made you excited, you came into church excited. Amen? We're that people. Sarasota's that people. The partners and the e-members, they're that people. People that visit here, they're just as much of the Jesus freaks that we are, and I'm thankful. What do they want to do? They want to come talk about Jesus. Right? And tell you how good, you know the testimonies we get? We get them from here and from all over the world. And you know what they, we all have in common? We're excited about what God's doing. Amen? People who write testimonies, they're excited and thankful about what God's doing. Glory to God. When we serve Him, when we, when we, when we push to be the best, when we, when we train to win, you know, everybody that competes in, goes into strict training. But in the world, they're going, they're doing it to win nothing. We're doing it to win the world. That's the prize. That's the prize. You're doing it to win the world. Right? Why else train? You're saved. You know. Kind of why I don't jog. <laughs> Actually, I do, right? I'm jogging every three days a week. I almost said every day. Three days a week. Okay? There you go. Huh? Look at this. Huh? Pizza. <laughs> we, we jog so we can have a cookie before we go to bed. <laughs> Glory to God. Sometimes you got to have a trade-off. But he said, we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I don't run like a man running for no reason. In other words, everything we do, we have a reason. Everything we do, we have a purpose. You know, it's not about us. God didn't save you just so you could be saved. He saved you because he loved you, but you're just the next in the line. Pass it on, pass it on, pass it on. Keep passing it on. It's not just about you. Your salvation should excite you to tell somebody else about your salvation. Amen? If you're not excited about it, get excited about it. You're saved. You're on your way to heaven. You can watch the news and say, well, I'm going to heaven. Name's written in the back. Look, Lamb's Book of Life. I don't know what all's going to happen here. I'm going to pray. That's what God told me to do. 
And I'm going to believe for God to work in this while I enjoy my salvation. Amen? Amen? And I'm going to tell everybody that needs to know Jesus, they need to know Jesus. And then they won't be worried when they watch the news. Why? Because they know Jesus. Right? What do you got to worry about if you know Jesus? You won. You won. Glory to God. But then he even says, he says, I beat my body. What's he saying? I keep my flesh back. Well, you have to keep your flesh back because you don't want things to come. You know, one thing, one day God told me, he said, don't get used to brother more. He said, don't act like that's just something you have all the time. That's a gift. And treat it like a gift. And he's not saying bow down to a person. He's saying, treat it like the gift I gave. Listen to that word. Enjoy that word. Be thankful that you're sitting in front of that word. If you get a CD, if you get a DVD, if you get a download, be thankful that that word's out there. And he's not the only, there's a lot of good ministers out there and we should be thankful for them. Be thankful for that word that brings you out, that keeps you excited, that keeps you moving. Amen? Never get to the place where, well, that's going on at church, but I don't need to be at that. If you're excited about it, you want to be at that, right? Stir yourself up. Stir yourself up. If you stir yourself up, you'll begin stirring other people up. Your stirredness, that's a good word, stirredness. Your stirredness will stir people up. Glory to God. So let's get some stirredness going. And we'll begin, our stirredness will stir up others. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Look at uh, Titus, and we'll close with that. Thank you, Lord. He's helping us today, isn't he? I'm more excited. I was excited when I came in, and now I'm more excited. Look out, world. We're coming. We're going to come out the doors here in just a little while. We're going to be full of the good stuff. We won't have any green. Uh, we might have. We might either be full of green beans or cherry jello, whichever the one prefers, whichever we consider good. But we're going to be full of good. And we're going to be stirred up. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Titus 2.14. Actually, go to 13. Go to 13 just so it's nicer. Looking for that blessed hope. Okay, go to 12. Let's, Let's just go to 12. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously and godly in this present world. How many know we should do all these things? You know how you can do them? Excited. If you're excited, these things aren't hard to do. You know, when you're excited about God, that your desire for the world is at is, is such a minimum. And see, when we back off from God just a little, you feel you feel that desire coming back. Remember when we used to listen to this? Remember when we used to watch this? Remember when we used to go here? Man, that was fun. No, it wasn't. You forgot. Don't try to get, don't get stirred up about who you were. Stay stirred up about who you are. You start getting stirred up about who you were, the devil will deceive you. Amen? In this present world, verse, verse 13, looking for that blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, verse 14, 
who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, Jesus freaks, right? Jesus people. If you don't like that word, Jesus people, as Danny said Friday night in his song, Jesus people, a peculiar people, zealous of good work. Zealous is excited, right? And what God's saying is, I want you to be stirred up. I'm, I'm redeeming a people to me that is stirred up about doing good things. Not people that have to do good things, people that get to do good things. People that are so stirred up, they can't not do good things. Amen? Their, their stirredness is so great that they can't stop doing good things. When they go somewhere, good just comes out because that's what they're so full of. That's what He's redeeming to Himself. That's what we saw when we came in in this crowd. You guys were all here and some of them are gone, but they'll, they're coming back or they're in another church doing what they're supposed to do. I don't know where they're at. But they were stirred up. They were stirred up. And we'd go places and we'd see them and we knew they were stirred up because they were just like that there that they were in church. No matter where you meet one of us, we're going to be stirred up. Right? And if you're not stirred up, you'll be, thank God, there's Dave, he'll stir me up. Right? And that's, you need a buddy like that. You need somebody. And you say, oh, I'm going to call him because he'll stir me up. And if he's not stirred up, I'll stir him and he can stir me. We'll stir each other. Amen? Why? We're a peculiar, it's peculiar. He wouldn't have said it's peculiar. It's, it's not or just it's not random it's not it is peculiar why because the world don't know how to handle it in the world they're like what is wrong with you people what are you so happy about what what why do you keep talking about this jesus and then we get a chance to tell them why because you're so excited you can't you can't stop yourself you got to tell them and you say hey and i know where there's a whole group of people like me you ought to come and see us Right? Because we'll all be stirred up together doing stirred up things. Amen? We'll be singing. We'll be dancing. We, we'll, be, we'll be praying in the Spirit. We, yeah, well, yeah, talk, tongue talkers, doggone right. Stirred up about it. Amen? We're stirred up about everything God has that's good, and that's good. Amen? And when we do that, we'll stir up the world. We'll stir up other Christians. You, you won't see things shrink back, and you won't shrink back. Because, because we can, we have the flesh to shrink back and, and to forget to be thankful and forget to be stirred up and forget to, to look at things when, like when we see 1.65 to 1 on the ghost supply and say, oh yeah, that happens every week. Glory to God. Not everywhere it doesn't. Why? Because that's what God's doing. He's bringing these things in to take Him out and to send Him into places. And the money's coming into the Word supply. And it's filling that place up to where people can get it online all day, any time of day. They don't have to call us at midnight. They can go online and watch anything they want and get well. It's what God's doing. And it's good. And it's exciting. And I'm excited to be excited with y'all. Stand to your feet. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord.